It's Friday, it's the 11th of September 2020, it's Jim and it's the world of bonds. Two things to talk about today, I promised you we'd catch up on Debt, The First 5,000 Years by David Graeber, the anthropologist who sadly died last week. But first, let's talk about the weakness of the pound. In what was otherwise a fairly quiet day for bond markets, sterling was off uh, again and is now down about 3-4% against the dollar and euro over the past week alone. If you're looking for reasons why, I'm just going to read out um, a little quote from a JP Morgan research note I got yesterday talking about no deal Brexit. So here we go, quote, not only would Sterling have to contend with the economic consequences of such an outcome, perhaps an additional two to three percentage point hit to GDP, together with the likelihood that the Bank of England would go negative and upscale QE, but any decision by the UK to consciously abrogate parts of um, an international treaty would sit awkwardly with Sterling's status as the world's fourth reserve currency, a status which after all owes much to the rule of law in the UK. Such a decision might also complicate the ability of the UK to secure trade deals with other countries. It could also increase the potential for the UK to be downgraded. Fitch, the credit rating agency, now assumes no deal as their base case and are due to update their UK rating on September the 25th. Close quote. So, you know, that kind of explains what's been going on in the pound. Now, let's move over to David Graeber. Um, He's famous for Occupy Wall Street, who was an LSE professor. He wrote the book about debt, but also a famous book called Bullshit Jobs. Um, and in this book, really, uh, you know, he's looking at money and debt from an anthropological point of view rather than as an economist going and looking at primitive societies, how they use money, what is it, how does it work? And obviously, um, following his sad death last week, people have been looking back at this book and thinking about, you know, it's a very important issue because money and money printing, money supply, the idea of fractional reserve banking, modern money theory, indebtedness, as part of this crisis we're going through, through and you know as part of the the GFC a decade ago the whole idea of what is money and how does it work is 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 a really important one I was reading a new scientist um, last week um, and it was talking about you know theoretical ways of going through wormholes to join two black holes together and you know just with and saying human beings could do it if it wasn't for the fact they'd be exploded by protons immediately but it felt when reading that that actually we kind of know in some ways more about the depths of our universe than we have an understanding about money and one of the first things that David Graeber um, talks about in, in his book is the idea that our whole idea of money is based on a myth that is absolutely not true and that's the kind of barter myth or what's called the double coincident of wants and you know if you if you went to university or school and studied economics in something like the the textbook of Beg, Fisher and Dornbush you will have learned that money came about because you had a, a shepherd with a sheep and you have a I don't know what you call a chicken farmer, but a chicken farmer with some chickens and they would barter those sheep for chickens in some, you know, 10 chickens equals one sheep. And eventually people realised that that was an inefficient way of doing it and that they needed money in order to remove barter from the economy and that the natural state of affairs in economics was a barter economy. Now, David Graeber and other anthropologists um, have said no example of a barter economy has ever been described. There has never been such a thing. Now, that's not to say it never happened, but it was never the way that societies have organised themselves. Um, There was never this kind of tariff of sheep being worth certain amount of chickens. 
societies worked through debt and money and the idea of money is really as an accounting mechanism for debt and nothing else and that's why the book is really the history of debt and um, links debt to religion in a way um, in, in those days debts were about honor they're about trust cash was only used lots lots later it was used in low trust transactions with strangers for instance uh, but really you know if, if the chicken farmer wanted a sheep he would go to the sheep farmer and say can I have a sheep and the sheep farmer would know that at some stage in future if he needed chickens he would go and uh, get some chickens from the chicken farmer and so this idea of debt is more important than the idea of barter in how cash came about and actually uh, cash was relatively late to the game if you go back to 3500 years bc in Sumer, there was this whole idea of chains of debt and indebtedness around society um, based on the harvest and people would uh, wait till the harvest was there to settle up their debts that would be scored on on slates if the harvest failed, though, um, there would be big problems because in those days, if you didn't pay your debt, there was this idea that it was a moral thing and you'd be put into slavery. To prevent this and prevent civil unrest and whole swathes of society being enslaved to their neighbours or to the king or whoever, every few years when there was a bad harvest, the king would cancel all the debts in society. And this idea is the idea of a jubilee that we still talk about sometimes today, especially with a note towards the emerging markets. So this idea that um, debt becomes a moral thing, we can see still in the idea that debt is linked to sin and guilt. I mean, we, we do laugh um, on my, my desk when you open a newspaper article sometimes and you see the word for UK guilt, government bond, written G-U-I-L-T, as in guilty. Uh, but there is a real link there. Uh, you know, in fact, in, in, in Germany, the word schuld um, means debt and it also means guilt. So it's not a coincidence that those words are, are similar. So money really only came to exist when people were thinking about compensation for personal injuries and so forth and for eventually settling that debts or accounting for those debts because money really didn't appear in a big way, coinage as we know it, until 600 BC, so a long time after uh, Sumerians were, were using debts and calculating them on slates. So Roman armies were really one of the, the big ways that coinage got around the realm as a way of taxation. So um, let's talk then and finish up in a way about what David Graeber's conclusion is. He doesn't like debt, he doesn't like fund management and the city and so forth, so as you can see uh, from Occupy Wall Street and so forth. I remember I once gave away five copies of um, his book on uh, Twitter uh, in a competition and uh, David Graeber reached out and said he, he couldn't work out whether he was uh, offended or amused by the fact that a fund manager was um, giving out his book. Um, but, you know, he says that we are overdue a biblical jubilee, um, international debt, consumer debt, Paying one's debt is not the essence of human morality and we've seen that these jubilees were a way of uh, reinforcing that idea. We're in a world now, he thinks, that some people get to choose whether they pay their debts and other people don't and he talks about private equity companies walking away from debts or restructuring debts in a way that individuals are not able to. So some form of debt forgiveness is going to be necessary for us to move on from now and looking back in history, 
Graeber talks about uh, eras without debt jubilees would undoubtedly end up in civil result, uh, revolt in some way. So, you know, we can think about whether these burdens that fall on students or emerging markets and so forth um, are first in the queue if we do think about this kind of jubilee going forwards. Anyway, it's a fascinating book. He was a great thinker, um, RIP David Graeber, who died last week. If you want more about that, you can either read the book, but easier, and it, by tuning into this podcast, I'm telling you, you're technologically sophisticated people, uh, go and look at Promises, Promises on the BBC Sounds app. And uh, Graeber has a kind of short series of about six episodes in which he talks through the main themes of the book. Slightly longer episode of uh, Uncle Jim's World of Bonds today, um, but I hope you have a good weekend. Catch up next week. Thanks. Bye.